I want to begin this session of loving-kindness meditation, otherwise known as metta meditation, by reading some of the Buddha's words on loving-kindness. May I be happy. May I preserve my happiness and live without enmity. May all beings be happy. May they be of joyful mind. All beings that have life, be they feeble or strong, be they minute or vast, visible or invisible, near or afar, born or are to be born, let all beings be joyful. Let no one deceive another. Let no one be harsh in speech. Let none by anger or hatred wish ill to his or her neighbor. Even as a mother at the risk of her life watches over and protects her only child, so with a boundless heart of compassion I cherish all living beings, suffusing love over the entire world, above and all around without limit. Thus I cultivate an infinite goodwill toward the whole world. Standing or walking, sitting or lying down during all my waking hours, I cherish the thought that this way of loving is the noblest in the world. Thus shall I, by abandoning vain discussions and controversies, by walking righteously, be endowed with insight, let go of attachment or sense pleasure and no deathlessness. May this also be the cause for all other sentient beings to be fulfilled in the conditions leading to their attainment of liberation. May all sentient beings escape the dangers of old age, disease, and death. May all beings be liberated. Just a few comments about loving-kindness metta meditation before beginning, remembering that we are cultivating that which is already there. So we're not trying to create loving-kindness. We're not trying to make it happen. We're assuming, we're practicing with a sense of confidence that the seed of loving-kindness is within all beings and that we can, with practice, allow it to bloom, allow it to mature, allow it to flower. So making sure that you're in a posture that's comfortable for you. And if you need to move at all during this sitting because of being in pain, please feel free to move, just to move mindfully without making too much noise. When we practice loving-kindness meditation, we avoid evaluating. We avoid getting pulled into ideas about success and failure or progress. We do this for the sake of joy, for the sake of happiness for ourselves and for others. Loving-kindness, of course, is an aspect of mindfulness. 
when we take it up as a practice in and of itself, we're isolating this aspect of mindfulness and cultivating it deliberately. We're cultivating acceptance and unconditional friendliness, being able to live easily with ourselves, being able to live without wishing others ill, being able to live with others. The practice of loving-kindness can immensely ease and help our relationships. It's very much an antidote to both fear as well as to anger. So it's a very wonderful practice in this way. Our objective when working with metta meditation in relationship to fear is not to try to get rid of the fear, because of course that only strengthens it, but instead as a way to balance, a way to find an inner balance so that we're able to be directly with fear or with anger without being as overwhelmed or without drowning in it quite as much. So it allows us to find an inner sense of balance. The formal practice is both calming as well as strengthening. It calms the mind and it strengthens the heart. And we extend loving-kindness towards a variety of categories in our life. So we generally start by sending metta, loving-kindness, towards ourselves, wishing ourselves well. And then we move to a different category, that which is known as the benefactor. So sending loving-kindness to someone who has been good to us, who's been kind to us. And then we move onward and we send loving-kindness to a friend, a good friend, and then to a neutral person, someone that we don't have a lot of passion towards, either positive or negative. There isn't a lot of either strong love or strong hatred. And then after we've warmed up some with the other categories, we begin very gently to extend loving kindness to those who are difficult for us ending with extending loving-kindness towards all beings. So today what we'll be doing is chopping it up a bit and sending loving-kindness to ourselves and then sending loving-kindness to the benefactor and then a little bit of sending loving-kindness towards all beings. And then sometime later in the week we'll work with the neutral person, good friend, and the difficult person for us. The Buddha spoke about loving-kindness as being very different than infatuation. It's really an inner spaciousness. It creates space in the mind, not dependent on conditions, not dependent on how other people are, not dependent on whether we are living up to our ideas 
obviously somewhat rigid ideas about how we should be. But it's really encouraging an inner warmth, an inner environment of warmth and of friendliness. So once again, beginning by relaxing the body, checking in, making sure that you're in a comfortable posture. Please feel free to move if you're not. Relaxing the eyes, relaxing the face, letting the shoulders drop, relaxing the chest, relaxing the belly, just being here. And noticing if there's anything that the mind is contracting around, any particular subject or theme, plan or fantasy, worry or concern that is very strong in your mind right now. And just see if for the time being you can loosen around it, not let it be the whole world, not let it be quite as predominant. And in its place, beginning to work with the loving-kindness phrases, the metta-phrases. Of course, if you have your own phrases because of a strong metta practice in the past, please feel free to use those phrases. And if not, to use the phrases that are being offered right now. May I be full of peace. May I be full of joy. May I be at ease. May I be full of peace. May I be full of joy. May I be at ease. Just these three phrases, inwardly extending loving kindness towards yourself, taking on each phrase one at a time, each one being attentive, sustaining the attention from its beginning to its end. So it's very much like being with the breathing, except for instead of the breath being our meditative object, our object is right now the metaphrases. May I be full of peace. May I be full of joy. May I be at ease. And just quite calmly, quite clearly, with a sense of confidence, not trying to make anything happen, not judging yourself if you feel the very opposite of loving right now. Sometimes in the practice of metta meditation, there's some degree of purification or release and very strong anti-loving-kindness thoughts and feelings arise. 
And if that's true for you, it's not a problem. It's really just what is happening. Just to very calmly and clearly be with the phrases once again. Taking this on with freshness, not expecting it to go a certain way. Unconditional acceptance being extended toward yourself right now. Using the phrases as a way to evoke loving kindness from within. So not demanding or commanding yourself to be any particular way. Coexisting with difficult thoughts and emotions, sensations in the body. Not trying to blot them out or deny or pretend they're not happening. Coexisting, accepting, allowing for just one moment at a time. Not necessarily for the rest of your life. Right here and right now. 100% acceptance of whatever way your mind and body is. May I be full of peace. May I be full of joy. May I be at ease. If you feel itchy or agitated, bored, tired, see if you can give more rather than less attention to the phrases. Usually when we feel this way, we want to back off. Go in the other direction right now. You can coordinate the phrases with the breathing if you'd like to, but you also don't need to. What's important is to sustain the attention and to get behind yourself, to get behind what it is that you're aspiring to. So instead of commanding yourself to feel any particular way, seeing if you can listen to the phrases inwardly, may I be full of peace, may I be full of joy, may I be at ease.
gentle and not forcing, and at the same time, wholehearted. Giving this a really good try. Whenever you lose track of the metaphrases, whenever you find that the attention has gone elsewhere and you find yourself thinking about something or another, it's not a problem. Before coming back to the metaphrases, just to take a moment to let go, to extend loving-kindness to the confused mind, the mind that despite one's Sincerity has gotten tangled up and lost, extending this mind, loving-kindness, relaxing, being with the phrases once again. May I be full of peace. May I be full of joy. May I be at ease.
If you find yourself resistant to sending loving-kindness to yourself, pausing for just a moment and being aware of the resistance, giving it some attention, acknowledging it fully, and then moving back to the phrases once again. And now beginning to shift the focus of the loving-kindness to the category of benefactor. So what this means is to think, you might have to reflect for a moment or two about this, but to come up with someone, one person in your life, to whom you are grateful, someone who has helped you in some way, someone who's been kind to you. Sometimes this means a mentor or a teacher in your life, an older relative. And 
And if you can't think of anyone such as this, think of the a person with whom you have the simplest of possible relationships. doesn't have to be simple, but the simplest. So this might mean a child, It might even mean one of your friends, but someone that you feel when you think of them, affection for, without having to try, without having to make it happen. Choosing just one person Either someone such as a mentor or someone who has been very kind to you. Or choosing someone with whom you have a simple and affectionate relationship and beginning to extend loving kindness to this person. You might form the person's image in your mind if that's helpful if that helps you to keep more connected to this person. Using the very same phrases as you've extended to yourself, sending these phrases towards this particular person. May you be full of peace. May you be full of joy. May you be at ease. Trying to stay with the essence of this person, not to get involved in thoughts about your relationship or thoughts about the past in relationship to this person. Seeing if you can stay with the essence of the person in a very simple and clear and wholehearted way wishing them well. Maybe experiencing the luxury of being able right now to just sit and wish someone that you love happiness and peace. Just to make sure that the body is open and receptive, that the mind is soft and yielding. If there is warmth, if there is sensitivity, if the body feels infused with loving kindness, that's fine. 
if you're having the opposite experience. Not to see it as a problem. Not to hold expectations about how things should be. But with wholeheartedness, extending loving kindness towards this one person. May you be full of peace. May you be full of joy. May you be at ease.
And in the last five minutes of the sitting, beginning to extend loving-kindness in all directions towards all beings everywhere. One way to do this is to open your mind and just let people in, extending loving-kindness to each one and then letting them go, opening to the next. Another way is to feel or to sense this entire world, this entire planet, sending loving-kindness to all areas without assessing or choosing, practicing loving-kindness with equanimity, May we be full of peace. May we be full of joy. May we be at ease. With each phrase, not allowing the phrases to become mechanical or automatic, with each phrase being in touch, connected, knowing what you're saying, being aware of what you want for yourself and for others.
And I'd like to end with a poem by Naomi Shahib Nye called Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment, like salt in a weakened broth. What you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop. The passengers eating maize and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel while the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore, only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread, only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, it is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere, like a shadow or a friend. May all beings have ease of mind. May all beings have comfort of heart. May all beings live in love and in compassion. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.